Basic Christianity, Part 3, Having a Right Understanding of People. In our last session, we talked about a right understanding of God as revealed in the Scripture. We cannot have a right understanding of ourselves until we first have a right understanding of God because it is the picture of God that shows each of us the reality of who we are, that God is the creator. We're created by God and for God, and God created us, as we see throughout Scripture, to be in a relationship with him. But Adam and Eve turned away from God and sin entered in. And so every person ever born is born with a nature toward sin, not toward God. So every person is born spiritually dead. We don't come here as spiritually alive and then lose our lives because of something we do or fail to do. No, we have a sin nature. Every person born of, born of a woman it has this sin nature, and we inherited that sin nature from Adam and God, Adam and Eve, who were not born but were created by God and they turned away from God to do the things that God said not to do. And so through one person, Adam, and as well as Eve, sin entered the world. Now, knowing these things is is absolutely necessary for us to really understand who we are. There's no way that you and I or any person ever born can be right with God except through faith in Jesus Christ. Salvation is by grace alone, a gift of God, through faith alone in the Lord Jesus Christ alone. So we start now to talk about what does it mean to be saved? What is salvation? There there is no other way. There is no other path. Jesus is the way, and there is no other way. There's no other name given under heaven by which any person may be saved but the name of Jesus. In Romans chapter 3, verse 23, it confirms what we're being saved have been saying about people, about me, about you, about all of us, Romans 3.23, that we have all sinned and fallen short of God's glory. And then in Romans 6.23, we read, and the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. And we know this is how God loved us, that while we were still sinners, not after we became righteous, but while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And that's Romans 5, 8. In Paul's letter to the Romans in the the first chapter, he gives the summary of the entire book of Romans. and, And I would say to you, to some extent, a summary of all of Scripture 
And that's found in Romans chapter 1, verses 16 and 17, where Paul says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile, for in it, in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, made known by faith alone. So salvation is found in no other person. That, that is the answer. Over in Ephesians, another letter by Paul, chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, we read, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Salvation is from God from start to finish. We have nothing to boast about. The only thing we have to offer God is our sin. In return for that, he gives us eternal life. He reconciles us, brings us back into right relationship with himself. He adopts us as his children. We become born-again Christians, born of the Spirit, not of the flesh, all of our old things have passed away, and all things are made new spiritually. Now, our new spiritual being, this born-again Christian that we become at the moment of salvation, is still living in this body of flesh. And the battle between the flesh and the spirit is a lifelong battle from that moment on until we see Christ, we, we, until we come face to face with Jesus. We will always, our flesh will pull us the wrong way and the, the Holy Spirit will guide us in the right way. And so we must live our lives not, according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For the things of the flesh are completely contrary to the things of the spirit and vice versa. So we must uh, be dead to sin and alive to, to God as we yield our lives daily to the Holy Spirit, to the spirit of God in us. That this is a constant battle, and every decision we make, every thought we think, every word we speak, every action we take, we're either going with the Spirit or with the flesh. There's no middle ground. So this is something we need to be constantly aware of and sensitive to, that we need to be following the way of God in all of our thinking, our speaking, and our doing, our writing, our coming and going, how we think, how we handle the gifts God has given us, whether they're uh, resources like finances or, or items that God has given us, or whether we're talking about the gifts that God has enabled us to be able to serve Him 
such as the gift of encouragement to others or the gift of evangelization. We, we all are called to evangelize, but some are specially gifted with that. But we all have to go and make disciples. We'll, we'll talk more about that later. We need to know God. And by knowing God and knowing who we are in Christ and who we are apart from Christ, for apart from Christ, Jesus says in John chapter 15, in verse 5, he said, whoever abides in me and I, in he said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him will bear much fruit, but apart from me, you can do nothing. And the abiding that he's speaking of there is, of course, first to be a born again Christian and, and secondly, to be looking to Christ, to be following Jesus, not perfectly, trying to do it perfectly, but recognizing that we will fall on our face in one way or another. But we need to focus our lives on following Jesus day by day. In Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, we read, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with the heart that we believe and are justified, and it is with the mouth that we confess and are saved. And, and I heard or, or rather read a, a gentleman from many years ago who was president of Princeton University who said, as a young man, I came to know Jesus Christ as my Savior, and the entire rest of my life has been a postscript of living out a life of thankfulness to God for what God had accomplished in him by grace alone, through faith alone, and Jesus Christ alone. Thank you. God bless you.